Well, happy Thursday, everybody. Um, (laughs) I did record the Wednesday podcast, but it didn't save, and I just realized it never aired, and I went to find it, and it's gone. So I'm guessing I didn't hit the save button. I don't think it was the app or my podcast provider. It was human error. Dun, dun, dun. And with that said, you're listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real. And here's the reality. I am human and imperfect. (laughs) As if we didn't already know that. So we're going to continue our journey talking about a molecule of sand. And today we're going to focus on Genesis 22 verses 1 through 19. But I'm not going to read all 19 verses because you probably would just tune me out. And I don't want that to happen. So I am going to read... Genesis 22, verses 15 to 19. All right, and then I'll just kind of give you a summary of what happened beforehand. Um, So in this earlier part of Genesis 22, um, it's talking about God testing Abraham. And, you know, and God calls out to him, Oh, Abraham, and he says, Oh, here I am. And God says, take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain. I will show you. Now, if God told you to sacrifice your child, what would you do? Abraham got up the next morning and loaded his donkey and headed out. He was going to obey God and he was going to sacrifice his son, Isaac. Um... And the, on the third day in his journey, God showed him the mountain that he would um, sacrifice his son Isaac on. Abraham built the, got the wood and set up the fire pit and laid his son in the center to sacrifice his son because that's what God had told him to do. And then verse 6, it says, Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac, and he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Abraham, Father, and Abraham says, Yes, my son, the fire and the wood are here, Isaac said, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. When they reached the place God had told them about, Abraham built an altar, arranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. And then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. Yeah, like, makes you stop, right? Verse 11, but... The angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven. Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Are you ready? Listen to what God says. Do not lay a hand on the boy. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. And then Abraham looked up, and there was a ram with its horns caught in the thicket to be his sacrificial lamb. 
So Abraham named that place, the Lord will provide. And so verse 14, And to this day it is said, On the mountain of the Lord it will be provided. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time, and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this, that you have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies, and through your offering all nations on earth will be blessed, because you have obeyed me. Then Abraham returned to his servants, and they set off together for Beersheba. And Abraham stayed in Beersheba. So this one is another mention of sand in the Bible. But this time it's not talking about how much God loves us or thinks of us or how much we should be thinking of him. Instead, Abraham and his faith. He was obedient to what God called him to do, to the depths of raising the knife and to lighting the match to take his own son's life. But before he could do that, God said, stop, stop, don't do that. Don't touch your son. I'll provide a lamb. And there was the ram, you know, stuck in the woods. Yet it was Abraham's faith that not only blessed him and saved Isaac's life, but it was Abraham's faith that still offers blessings to us today. That is like mind-boggling to me. I mean, have you ever really thought about it that the sacrifice that one father almost made provides us blessing still today. And God's sacrifice and Jesus' sacrifice still blesses us today. Verse 17, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky. All right, there's a lot of stars. And as the sand on the seashore. That's how much God's going to bless you. That's how much God's blessing me. And sometimes we don't even notice those blessings in our life. We just overlook them or take them for granted. And sometimes we overlook them and take them granted, for granted until they're gone. And then in hindsight, we realize the blessings we had. And those blessings are bountiful. Those blessings are as numerous as the sand on the seashore. Today's podcast is going to be a little short and sweet. Um, Even the original one was short and sweet. It was like 10 minutes. Because I want you to take the time at some point today... If this is your quiet time when you do that or um, later this evening or tomorrow morning. And I want you to just write down all the different ways that God has blessed you. 
because of Abraham's willingness to sacrifice his son. He didn't have to follow through and do it, but because of his faithfulness and his belief and willingness to obey and do it, we are blessed. What blessings could you write down and list that you know come directly from God? And then contemplate that in Genesis twenty-two seventeen, God says, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. You are one of those descendants. You are one of those descendants that is as numerous as the sand. So what blessings do you have as a descendant of Abraham? As a son or daughter to Jesus? Count your blessings. And if you want... um, whatever music way you listen to your music or go to YouTube or whatever and um, listen to the song Count Your Blessings as, and just absorb those words and the meaning and just write down all the ways that you are blessed and I hope you'll take that time the podcast is shorter on purpose because I know that you listen to the podcast, you carve out about 20, 25 minutes for the podcast. We're going to be done in just over 10 minutes. So you still have 10 minutes to pause and focus on how blessed you are. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. I will be here tomorrow, Friday, as we wrap up this week's series on molecules of sand. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Lisa, and you've been listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real.